BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. I'm Josh Peck. And I'm Ben Soffer. And, and we're, we're the, the good, good guys. guys. There's a lot of guys out there. And we're the good ones. Okay, Ben. This is important. So yes. listen up. I think we need a theme song. Okay. I'll write the music. Do you know that I'm like a songwriter? Are you? Mm-hmm. I wrote a song for Claudia to sing. She never sang it. <gasps> But, like, we should, like, sell a tab for Olivia. Not to, like, steal your thunder. I'm just saying, like, I have a song that, like, I think that if you know somebody that I can sell my song to. Hmm. Say more. It's called I Try to Be Brave. It's a a coming-of-age song really written from the female perspective. Huh. And it was, yeah, it's a great song. There's another brave song. Definitely. I want to see you be brave. I'm fairly certain that the inspiration from the song, <laughs> including <laughs> including like all of the vocals and like some of the lyrics, he's <laughs> like, like a hodgepodge of like I have a little song, Avril Lavigne. <laughs> it's basically, it's about respect, right? And I actually spell out the word respect. R-E-S-P-C-T. <laughs> but it's 100% original. Uh-huh. Yeah, so, but continue. Well, I think we need a song. Yeah, we can collaborate we on it together. I wrote a couple lyrics on my Ooh. flight the other day. Ooh. Tell me what you think. <clears throat> what what airline? Delta. Or no, I I flew American. I'm a Delta boy. Mm. You heard that here first, Delta. Mm-hmm. But we love yeah. United. Yeah. Because <laughs> they carry like, Sprit Society. Yeah, we do. Also, though, Delta, like, we got some stuff to talk about with your movie selection. We'll talk about it later. I'll take, listen, I'll go wherever, whatever, whoever's offering direct, mm-hmm. I'm in. Okay, here's here's the lyrics. It's a work in progress. <clears throat> Two Jewish guys, both big and tall. No subject too small for the good guys. <laughs> you know the good guys. A mother's dream. Premium podcast team. They're the good guys. That's all I got for now. It's great. Wait, let me read it so that I can like see it. Thanks. Okay, the other okay. two things I wrote there are just other. Two <laughs> Jewish guys, both big and tall. I'm just trying to think of like what is this like? Does this like sound like the nanny theme song? Like like a she two Jewish good. guys both big and small. That wasn't she, the nanny though. They uh, were working in a yeah exactly in a deli in Flushing Queens. <laughs> <laughs> till the rabbi said or no, till Ben's wife said, "Well, I'll give you a podcast." <laughs> I'm your queen. <laughs> no subject too small. It's fantastic. I think it's like I hear a little <sighs> mm. um. Like rich girl, mm-hmm. so like two Jewish guys, both big and tall, no subject too small for the good guys. You wow. know what I mean? Yeah, we need to hire Carrie Underwood. Clip it, Marsh. We need to hire <laughs> Carrie Underwood. Like that is just like that's good stuff. If we get a music deal off of our theme song, I think that we will. I'm manifesting it. Can you? Okay, 
let's just imagine that lightning struck and you're a pop star. Mm. Do you think you could, could command the stage of a Madison Square Garden? Yes, and that's because I'm delusional. <laughs> I, like, like, yes, I do. Right. I do think that I could. Me too. Honestly, I think that the people don't realize the stamina, honestly, that it takes to do these podcasts. Mm. And I think it's not the same stamina, but you are talking, singing for an hour and a half. I guess the difference is the running and the moving along the stage. The hard part would be the crowd work, you know, like sure. going all the way to one side running back to the other side. Right. It's a lot of movement. Can I feel you like I would get a little tired, but maybe your body adjusts to it. And also I think that's why they all do drugs. Can you imagine how many steps you get in per show though? So many. You'd be crushing it. Do you walk a lot? You would clip all your rings on your Apple uh, fitness watch. Do you walk a lot? A lot. I'm a big steps guy. You want to compare are, steps? I, I do want to. Yeah. <laughs> this yeah. is the most Jewish yeah. podcast. Yeah, to Let's compare exist. steps. Let's compare. <laughs> Something like the, the subject of this bit should be things they've never said on Joe Rogan. Yeah. <laughs> Let's, <laughs> Let's compare steps. We're 90 years old. Literally. Okay. I'm ready. Oh, they just made me share my data. What do you got? They made you, do you share? share data. You just click no, right? What do I work for these companies? That's what I'm saying. Why oh, don't you offer me a rate? Uh, oh, a bug happened and now I need to help you resolve it? How about I get a little money for this bug of yours that interrupted my my experience? Yeah, why don't you offer me a rate? Okay, I'm just saying over the course of the year, okay. my daily average is 8,100 steps. I feel like that's pretty good. It's not good. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was great. Hear me out. You live in the most walkable city in the world. Sure, but like that doesn't mean that like I'm a full-time walker. Like I also have to sit and like do things sitting. Oh, are you doing year to date? Y year. I want to see your yearly average. Okay. Because you sit on your keister half the time. I'm 11,591, Poppy. Oh my God. Babe. That's good. Where are you walking? Here's the thing. It's so dark in here. Mm. It's so bad up here mm. that I need to expel energy to quiet the thoughts. Do you run? I do. I, I run a little bit. What are you running from? So much. <laughs> so much. I need the runner's high. I really do. Speaking of which, I just saw Air. Yes. Speaking of runner's high, have with you seen my, it? With my co-star, Matt Damon. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. With your co-star, Matt Damon. Have you, have you seen it or no? I haven't. It was really good. Mm. I found it interesting that they decided not to show Michael Jordan ever right. um, when it's about him, which like was just an interesting take. Kind of felt like they had like $3 to play with for the movie. <laughs> sure. um, very low budget, but really, it was good. I, I really enjoyed it. It's also an impossible, I mean, granted, like Chadwick Boseman played James Brown and the great Austin Butler played Elvis. But when you're talking about these icons, like... What actor, especially the physical demand of it, like, gotta be tall. Totally. They can't get Kevin Hart to play Michael Jordan. No, they can't. Like, who do you get for that? I just, I don't think you need star power in that role. You just find, like, I think kid. You, I just think you find a kid that looks like a young Michael Jordan. He doesn't need to say a ton, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But you should show his face, and you should maybe show a clip of him playing basketball. Like, there was no ball. None. It was all the making of this deal, which was... An absolutely revolutionary deal for those I didn't even describe the movie. Please. Air, Michael Jordan signing his contract with Nike, which went on to set the precedent for all shoe deals forever because it was the first ever royalty-based deal. Right. Every other deal was just, here's 250 grand, you're going to be the face of Nike over five years and whatever the company makes, the company keeps. Right. But Jordan's mom, according to the movie, was like, no, my son needs royalties. And apparently he now makes $400 million a year 
Fuck. in royalties just from Air Jordan. Let's not get away from Michael Jordan, but I do want to say if the good guys had a shoe, what would it be? I'll answer that. A Brooks. A Brooks. Or a Merrill. Or a Merrill. A Birkenstock. A Birkenstock. I was going to say, do you know Naot? (laughs) No. That's like the Jewish-Israeli version of Birkenstocks. (laughs) Naot. Naot. Yeah, it's the same thing. Like, you know, the feet are really smelly. And like, by the way, if you wear Birkenstocks on a plane, kill yourself. I'm just, kill yourself. (laughs) Yeah. Just like, when you get off the plane, kill yourself. What about socks and Birks? I think it's a, I think it's a vibe. It definitely like you're trying to tell people something about you without saying anything. You know, it's yeah. a personality trait, Socks and Berks. What I like about Michael Jordan is how <laughs> <laughs> completely disagreeable he is. He's not very nice. No, that's because he's a legend. I love that for him. Yeah, it's just like when you're actually a legend, yeah. fuck everyone. You know, <laughs> I love like, it. Like Kobe, like the best thing, like. In the aftermath of Kobe's death, it, mm. the narrative started to change where it was like Kobe was this like unbelievable guy. Like he, he did so much for everyone. Mm. Kobe was a stone cold killer, mm. right? You get in Kobe's way, he's going to move you. Like my favorite, I'm sure you've seen that clip of it's the Olympics and Kobe just runs through Pau Gasol. Yeah, his teammate. Know, his teammate yes. at the time. And it's just like when you're that great, it doesn't matter. I love that. Me too. That's the goal is to be a douche. Yeah. 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 You get so famous, you can be a douche. Yeah. And I'm sure that he's really nice to the people that he actually likes. But imagine how many people every day just like want to smell the same air as Michael Jordan. I mean, and also there's no hiding, right? Because he can't throw on a ball cap and be like, I'm just going to be amongst the people. You're 6'6". You're handsome. There's no hiding in a crowd. No. You're Michael. Everyone wants to talk to you. Yeah. I just remember seeing a clip of these two, like, 16-year-old kids who, like, see Michael Jordan. And, I mean, these are proper kids. And, like, it's Mike. It's Mike. We got to get a photo of Michael Jordan. Can we have a photo? And Mike's like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, that's what's up. <laughs> oh, man. I don't know. MJ, he's got it going on. Yeah, he does. He does. You know, it's funny. When I was doing my extremely small part in in the movie Oppenheimer, it was before Matt Damon was about to go shoot air. And all I remember is, and obviously he's a producer of it, one of the other actors months after we did Oppenheimer was like, yo, dude, like, Damon called and was like, hey, there's a small part of like a scout in the new movie air. I want you to audition for it. To which I thought, what about me? Yeah. I can't be, you want to see me be a scout? Yeah. I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you how I'd be a scout. Good. <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> like, or no, you got to do this as a scout. Yeah. Good job, young man. Could you imagine? He didn't hit me up. Did you? And you asked? No. He, my buddy, my buddy auditioned. Thankfully, he didn't get it, so I don't have to feel that bad. <laughs> but he, my buddy, is older than me, and he he does look like a scout. Yeah. The He's thing the right is, guy. though, Damon was the scout. So maybe you were, maybe he was auditioning for Damon's job. <laughs> it's, tough, it's tough to get. Yes. Today's episode of the Good Guys Podcast is brought to you by Top Golf. Guys, I know I talk about Top Golf a lot, but it's because, first of all, I hadn't done it until this last year. And I am so into it now. It's just the perfect thing for a guy like me, someone who wants to have a great time, who doesn't want to feel intimidated by an activity. I mean, 
Top golf's one of those things that if you don't golf, it doesn't matter. Everyone can play top golf, even if no one can swing a club. And that means my four year four year old who's obsessed with golf and is weirdly great at it. Not fair. And I'm not gonna be that braggy dad, but he's pretty good. Um, my father in law I went with recently who had a great time. Literally, there have been times where I've gone where the age range has been from people four to sixty-four, from all different skill levels, and we all had a great time. And I'll be honest, I had a great time because the food is flipping good and it's not like your typical oh the activity is a star and the food is just okay it's like everything's a star at top golf the food is mwah. we had this delicious chip offering with these beautiful dips we had pizza i mean look the truth is it's the only place you can play around and then order another or hit a slice and then grab a slice i just really love the fact that you can go there it's outdoors with the comforts of inside so it's like they have comfy heated bays in the winter and cooled bays in the summer. But again, the best part is it's not intimidating. It's just fun. Everything you need is there when you get there. You can shoot for the targets. You can just kind of really dial in your swing. It's kind of the perfect outing, whether you're just with a friend, whether you're with a group or even by yourself. Just do it up. Go have a great time. So it's golf. It's not golf, it's Top Golf. Download the app, book a bay, and come play around. Speaking of other basketball movies, just while I teased Delta earlier and their terrible movie selection, as you know, we've discussed this. I'm watching movies that everybody's already seen. <laughs> yeah. I'm on tons of flights, and Delta's movie selection is vast. Right. And I love Leonardo DiCaprio. And I was scrolling through, and I saw a Leonardo DiCaprio, Mark Wahlberg movie called Basketball Diaries. Had never seen it, maybe heard of it. Put it on, thought it would be like a good thriller, basketball movie. Sure, there's a little drug use, whatever. Yeah. No problem. This was the darkest, most fucked up movie I've ever seen that really had just, it was just like a lost 17-year-old who like was just beaten by his, not Pope, Pope. What are they? Priest? Priest, thank you. Beaten by his Pope. <laughs> beaten by his priest. Tons of drugs. Sells his body for money to buy drugs. Been there. Terrible. Such a sad movie. I just can't believe that I wasn't a able to leverage my body <laughs> <laughs> during my time on illicit substance. Because uh, I'll tell you what. <laughs> you, you're crazy. <laughs> It's one thing to be hopelessly addicted to drugs. It's another thing to feel rejected when trying to sell your body for a dime bag of marijuana. I love that now, like, because People Magazine wrote about Hillary Duff and sure. the good guys, so maybe they could pick it up. New headline, Josh Peck regrets that when addicted to drugs, <laughs> he didn't have more people sucking his dick for cash. <laughs> Major no, regrets. Me sucking. Oh, okay. Right? Or but, no, uh, well, I guess it's it what depends. you're into. It's up to them. It's fine. I'm just saying Leonardo DiCaprio in that movie, he did none of the sucking. He got sucked. Right. That that makes sense. I, yeah. Yeah, he, yeah. If I look like that, I yeah, too. Yeah, it, that's true. Could you imagine if I was like, listen, for that $20, $20 bag, of, you can, uh, yeah. and they go, just take it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That would hurt my feelings. <laughs> that's <Ooh>. sad. That's sad. <laughs> well, I love that you're catching up on movies from 30 years ago. Yeah. 
There, yeah. I can't believe. I have to watch the Wackness. That's what you just told me to watch. The Wackness. I only say that not because I'm in it, a no. little bit because I'm in it. But you're from New York. Mm. It's about a Jew, and mm. you're gonna love it. I'm excited about it's, it. It's your type of movie. I'm excited about it. Do you think you live because you're such a city kid and you're so cultured and you're so smart, and yet there's something That's so re- there's something so refreshing about you? Like I do feel like you're wonderfully sheltered in a good way. Do you find that? I think so. Yes, mm. I think so. What do you uh, attribute I, that to? I think that I just love finding things that I really like and then I don't really go outside of them. Mm. Like when I like found a club that I loved, I loved that the doorman knew me. I didn't care if it was still the coolest club or not the coolest club. I go to that club. I don't venture into any like new. I just like, I don't know. I think that you end up like staying where you're comfortable. Yes. So I always Upper East. That's where I live now. I love it up there. Right. I don't want to live downtown. I go downtown and I see these rats and I see these piles of trash and all these people. It's disgusting. And so I stay away. But I think that I could get myself into trouble if I wanted to be trendy. And all of a sudden, you know, you go downtown, you meet a couple of people that maybe just, I don't know. I think that I haven't been, uh, I think that I have been sheltered, but by myself. Like I, my, right. my parents were always like very open to actually that's such a lie. My parents also sheltered me. Do you think that like for me, my rule with clubs was, and it wasn't an ego thing. It mm. was just, I'm not going to wait in line like you. Of course not. There's nothing to wait in line about. So if I go to a club and the doorman doesn't says, Hey, get in line. You're not so special. I never seen Drake and Josh go. I go, I don't give him a hard time. I go, thanks for doing your, thanks for doing your job chief. And I leave. Have you ever had to tell someone in that situation who you were and Never. have them say that they don't care? Not that they don't. I, I definitely can feel no one has ever had the balls to be like, I don't care. But I could see in their face them go. And then what? And that's the difference between being a celebrity and being a celebrity f- f- <laughs> or an influencer or whatever the fuck you call me. I've gone to clubs, like I've gone to Vegas and like I wanted to get a table with my friends before like I knew the proper ways to get free tables. Yeah. I would go up and I'd be like, <laughs> boy with no job, you see it here, million followers. You would pull yourself up on your phone? Yeah. And literally, it's very, very, very humbling when they don't care. Yeah. And that's happened before. They're like, <laughs> cool. <laughs> well, especially now that Instagram has rolled out this pay for verification, like yeah. there's nothing sacred. No, that the pay for verification thing is very strange. What do you think of that? I just it removes is it a different verification or it's identical? That's the problem. It's identical. The same exact thing. Exactly. So somebody can pay eight dollars a month to have the same check me and you have. Yes. Kind of stinks for us. It's just but it doesn't in the sense of like Why can't somebody make a Josh Peck account and pay to get it verified? Well, you can't impersonate. Mm. Right. And that like even Elon drew the line there. Like if you impersonate your it's a no go. But I think that it's an interesting thing because like if you have 10 to 30,000 followers and you insist on the check mark, like, and then, and then what? Like you wake up the next day and like, I don't know, especially now knowing that everyone can get it. I don't think anyone goes, oh wow, someone with a check marks in my DMs. I think that maybe it's, I'm, I'm now thinking differently about it. Great for businesses, right? Okay. I think that it provides credibility to businesses. Mm. I think that for the average folk, if they were to randomly get verified, their friends would roast them, roast them. Huh. Right? Like, think about that. Like, Yeah, I have a friend who did it. Oh, yeah? Yeah. How I many followers does he have? He has like 30,000. Here's the problem. Why'd he, why, why did he do it? 
he believes that it would like level it would get him into people's DMs better. He had a better chance of sticking out for business deals, for dating. Mm. Just like it would just give him that little extra credibility that you come to the top of the filter because you have the check. Mm. He also should have been verified. Mm -hmm. He had 30,000 followers. He had had a bunch of articles written about him. But for some reason, Zuckerberg was like, not you, my boy. Mm -hmm. And so at this point, knowing that he paid for it, I'm like, yeah, that stinks. I know. I wonder if people, I guess nobody knows if you paid or if you didn't pay. He did. But that would also be interesting. Like if you went to somebody's profile and you knew that they paid for it. like, Or it should be like a different color. Yeah. It's weird. I it should be a class system. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Like, we're more important than him. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly. And I need people to know. <laughs> I don't want people impersonating that they are more famous than they are. Not well, impersonating, fronting. I think that that, is. that brings us to our first news story of the week. And, and I'm, I'm dying to hear about, you know, what you think about this. Fans react to Millie Bobby Brown's engagement at 19. No effing way. She's engaged. I actually did see that this morning, hmm. and my really good friend Jesse Bon Jovi, his brother, I've never met his brother, who's now engaged to Millie Bobby Brown. But Are they of the Bon Jovis? Yeah. Really? Yeah, of the Johns. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking at Millie Bobby Brown right now. I'm imagining her in New Jersey at the Bon Jovi compound. Yeah. Millie Bobby Brown in Sea Caucus? Yeah, killing it. Wow. Killing at the it. shore? Killing it. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it, it's great news. That's how we get them. And Jesse has a great rosé company called Hampton Water Wine. They mm. just, they crush it over there. They're crushing it. Wow. And so while I have not met Millie's fiance, Jesse's brother, I have to assume that he's a wonderful guy yes. based on Jesse. And while I have not met Millie, I have seen Stranger Things. And she was fantastic in Stranger Things. God, was she good. And they were dating for a while. And you know what? Young love. Go for it. Run into the sun. I agree. Right? Why I, not? I think it's. I, I think before I got married and met my wife, I would have been like, that's ridiculous. It's yeah. sick. Yeah. Now I go, yeah, why not? Why does she have to now, for the next decade, spend her time dating a bunch of like crabby dudes who turn out to not be the best to eventually like get married in her 30s because that's just what you do when you're famous. Yeah. Like, no, act like you're from Alabama. You found him. <laughs> yes. And now she's going to be 10 times more successful, as he, is he. Do you also feel that being married just allows you to just like, I don't know, there's like a whole equation that you don't have to think about. And you can just like focus on life and work and fun, but you don't have to think about like getting girls. Yeah, it's time saving. Yeah, that's. I think about that sometimes if God forbid my wife and I broke up and I, there's no world in which I go on Raya there's no world in which I'm like uh, in the dating scene. I'd randomly hook up with like a CVS pharmacy tech here and there and take <laughs> care of my kids. But I'm not committing time no. to going on dates, to doing this. It's too much. Which, it's it's such a time waste. It's too much. I'm too old for that. Have you ever seen Love is Blind? No. Oh my God, this is the worst fucking show I've ever seen. <laughs> I love to see what you're consuming instead of very good movies. I don't have a choice <laughs> at what I watch at home. I go home and it's like, oh, what are we watching tonight? Love is Blind. Great. Great. This show, oh my God. Oh my God. The premise is they put people in these pods and they just talk to each other, but they can never see each other, but right. they need to propose before they ever see each other. And then you watch the unravelings of after they've met what happens? And then they propose after 20, they get married after 20 days, mm-hmm. 20 days. 
The show is so moronic. Wild. Yeah, wild and dumb. And I just like, I don't know. Three years, Millie Bobby Brown. Who cares if she's 19? Amazing. Three years? That's enough time. While it's cool to have a famous father-in-law like John Bon Jovi, what if, and let's just say hypothetically, Millie Bobby Brown fucking hates that music. Mm. And yearly, your husband's going, let's go see dad play. Yeah, He's performing at City Field. Yeah. And you got to go, okay. <laughs> and you're like... One more. I don't even know any John. The, the good news is that it doesn't make a difference <laughs> it if we make it or not, because we've got each other. And that's a lot for love. Yeah. That's we'll give it a shot. Whoa. We're halfway there. Whoa. Oh, God. <laughs> Whoa. Living on a prayer. Clip it. It's so <sighs> good. Oh, wow. my God. I mean, John Bon Jovi. Stunning. John Bon Jovi. Today's episode of The Good Guys Pod is brought to you by First Leaf. Look, I, I love this time of year. The weather's getting warmer. Thank goodness. And I get to see my friends and family a lot. I love a barbecue party, outdoor events, beautiful, gorgeous. Go by the lake, go to a park, backyard. It's just the, that time of year where you're like, wow, I'm really getting to enjoy with my friends. And I love to give a bottle of wine because it's this easy thing you can bring to a party. It's like you're not intimidated about like, um, what am I going to, where am I going to put this gigantic dish of things I cooked or whatever in the car? It's going to spill over. I'm, this is a lease. I'm not going to be able to repair it. You know what? A, a great bottle of wine is an imperative to have in your arsenal. And that's why I love First Leaf. It's America's most personalized wine company. First Leaf takes the guesswork out of wine selection. And if you're like me, you walk into a wine section at a supermarket or even a liquor store and you go, oh my God, why are there so many of these? How in, in Lord's name am I supposed to know which one is good? So then you wind up going with like one you think is good and you pray that the person who's drinking it isn't like, eh, it's good. And then they just spill it out when you leave. That's embarrassing. Look, when you go to First Leaf, you're going to answer some quick questions about your likes and dislikes. And their experts curate a selection of award-winning wines tailored to your taste, like refreshing rosés or fun sparkling wines or, or, or a spring-friendly red, perhaps. You can choose how often you receive your wine, and every selection is backed by First Leaf's 100% satisfaction guarantee. First Leaf cuts out the middleman. They work directly with some of the world's foremost wine producers. And their certified wine concierge team, that sounds fancy, is there to offer expert advice. And by the way, as you guys know, I'm a sober king, but I love watching my wife, my friends and family enjoy a beautiful bottle of wine. I know how important it can be to them. And I love being able to gift it to people that I'm going to go see or when I'm just going to a party and want something wonderful to bring. I love sharing great wine with my friends and family, and I know you will too. So give First Leaf a try. Head over to tryfirstleaf.com slash goodguys to sign up and save 50% on your first six bottles, plus free shipping. That's T-R-Y-F-I-R-S-T-L-E-A-F.com slash goodguys to save 50% on your first six bottles, plus free shipping. Tryfirstleaf.com slash goodguys. My wife loves it. 
Yeah, I mean, and he seems like the fucking best. But yeah. music is music, right? Like you love emo music. That's not my jam. But like, but, if I, if I took you to a Blink One Eighty Two concert, you wouldn't, unless maybe I'm wrong. Like you wouldn't have a bad time. I would, I would have a great time knowing we would talk about it on the podcast. But you wouldn't enjoy the music they were listening to. I remember loving the music when it really was hitting when I was like thirteen. Mm-hmm. I would never listen to it. Have you tried? I know the hits. Yeah, but have you tried listening to it now? Yeah. And feeling the serotonin in your body? It's being a- like, yeah, I'm 13. <laughs> you're, like, <laughs> you're, wearing a, you're wearing a Panic at the Costco shirt. So by the way, know. is this an unbelievable shirt? You know, I went by a, a new kosher restaurant on Pico Boulevard Ooh. called Costco. Really? <laughs> yeah. They're going to get sued. <laughs> <laughs> Solid. <Yeah. laughs> you literally just opened up the lawsuit. They were like so quietly just like using Costco's name in Yiddish. They use the and same insignia. They do. I was just wondering if it's like a smaller kosher Costco experience, like their samples. Costco. <laughs> <laughs> they have Jewish sporting goods, so it's just chest sets. <laughs> Oh my God! That's Come to Moy Dell's. <laughs> you can just do like a whole chain. Moy Dell's Sporting Goods. It's so good. Whatever happened to Models? <sighs> That's a. Did you like Models? You know, there's a famous electronic chain that similarly went the way that Models went, called the Good Guys, and it's all I can think about when we were pitching. Really? The na- I was like, Are we going to get sued? But they're out of business. Oh, we should buy it. We win. We should buy the business. Oh, great! To have a brick and mortar shop with you. Off the backs of this podcast. Come get good guys electronic. Yes. <laughs> right. Yeah. I'm in. I just want to have like, I really want to have a proper nine to five one day. Yeah. Like Tana talked about in our incredible last step. Which... So good. And Tana, so sweet. I wish I was there in person because she seemed like a gem. She's a gem. And it's so funny. I called my mother. Shout out, Barb. One of our, our biggest fans. Shout out. She loves you. Oh, I love her. <laughs> you are right I up her, her alley. I love her. And I said, Ma, you might not want to listen to this one. <laughs> <laughs> I said, it's a bit risque. <laughs> and because this is what my mom says whenever anything like remotely even goes on the line. She goes, I worry for you. <laughs> <laughs> I worry for you. And I don't want you to be in us weekly <laughs> as a punching bag. And I go, Ma, it's okay. And so I said, you might not want to listen. It's a little risque, but she's awesome. It just might not be for you. I was like, Patana, it's this massive audience, and she's a good friend. And she listened. She, and hold on, let me say, let me read you the text. Because when it came in, I literally walked, I was in a store, <laughs> and I walked around grinning from ear to ear to get, she co-signed Tana, which was, I liked Tana. I felt a little bad for her. She seems like such a good person. I hope that this crazy business doesn't hurt her. A lot of crazies out there. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the best? That's the best. And I, wait, was there anything else? And To which I said, she's a very good person and she loves your son. And my mom writes, who doesn't? Who doesn't? <laughs> I mean, I'm- that? Who doesn't? So kind. It's funny. Our moms are polar opposites in that. My mom, after that episode that I spoke about my friend when we went to his house and he showed me a squirting video for the first time and there was a meeting, my mom literally told all of her friends. (laughs) Oh my God, you have to listen to this episode where Ben talks about squirting. Like she really is nuts. Does Mrs. Silver listen? Oh yeah. Really? Oh, she she consumes everything. She's a number one consumer. She's the best. She's the best. She'll call me. And she'll say, you know, I'm putting up an Instagram post 
can I talk about like she wants to break all of the news. She wants to break all of the news. Like they went to a Bruce Springsteen concert mm. two nights ago at UBS Arena and Spirit Society just sold into UBS Arena, but it's not sold yet. But it's will be there, home of the Islanders. Mazel. And she's like, in in my Bruce Springsteen recap videos, can I please mention that Spirit Society will be sold there in the upcoming weeks? And I'm wow. not sure. Yeah. Yeah. I love that she's coming to you for permission first. Oh, well, she's learned. Yeah. She, she sometimes she breaks stories. Yeah, She'll break things. She's a leak. Yeah, she is. Yeah. She's Dumois. <laughs> <laughs> Your mother's you Dumois. Oh my God. Who would be the most unlikely Dumois? Michelle Obama. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, that would probably be strange. Yeah. That would what? be weird. Trying to think Claudia what? did April Fools last year that she was Dumois and it like went really viral. That was cool. You don't have to say by any means, but like, does people like Claudia who are so much in that world and so savvy and so has her finger on the pulse amongst your guys's friends friend group? Is there like uh, it's probably this person like a theory of who it is? She, Claudia knows who it is. Gotcha. Claudia knows. I, I don't imagine. I don't know who it is, but Claudia knows. It's incredible that they've garnered enough of, like, goodwill that no one wants to leak it. Because I'm sure Claudia's not the only one, probably. I'm sure, No, because she has representation. Like, she's right. she's in the world. Right. And, yeah, it is crazy. So it's a she. Oh, yeah. I think. That's a good question. I just assume. For now. I actually don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Wow. I assume so. We just leaked but why did I assume? God, I'm always assuming. God, it's a white male. I can't assume. Stop assuming. I can't assume. Today's episode of the Good Guys Podcast is brought to you by Element. Look, guys, I know this is going to break your heart and you're going to say, what? I'm not an athlete and that's okay. But the truth is, is that I like to work out five to six days a week and hydration is key. And it's important to basically level up your water. It's just not giving you what you need when you're working out at a light level, a medium level, or a high level. You really need to add something to your water, and that's where Element comes in. It's a tasty electrolyte drink mix with everything you need and nothing you don't. That means lots of salt with no sugar. I'm sure you've seen these like electrolyte mixes that you can mix with water, and it's look at the list of ingredients. It's sick. It's sick. It's all these things. I don't want these things. I don't need them. And I certainly don't need extra sugars. I just need the important things like Element has, which is 1,000 milligrams of sodium, 200 milligrams of potassium, 60 milligrams of magnesium. No junk, no sugar, no coloring, no artificial ingredients, no gluten, no filler, nothing. It, it's perfect if you're low-carb, keto, paleo, and it's going to help with your hormonal regulation, which is more and more important, especially as you get older. It's going to help with nutrient absorption and fluid balance. It's basically just going to make you feel good and help you not to get muscle cramps or fatigue. Look, right now, Element is offering my listeners a free sample pack with any purchase. That's eight single serving packets free with any Element order. This is a great way to try all eight flavors or share Element with a salty friend. Get yours at drinkelement.com slash goodguys. This deal is only available through my link. You must go to D-R-I-N-K-L-M-N-T dot com slash goodguys. Element offers no questions asked refunds. Try it totally risk-free. If you don't like it, share it with a salty friend and they will give your money back no questions asked. You got nothing to lose. Do you have your What Are Your Nuts moment of the week? Ooh. I can start if you, you need. You start. You start. 
Recently, I went to beautiful University of Oklahoma. Loved it. So nice to be there. Gorgeous group. Had a great time. Mm. I'm flying there on my direct flight on American. Mm. The only one who flies direct from LAX. Mm. Lovely flight attendants. Gorgeous. About three quarters of the way in, one of the flight attendants who I had had a lovely repartee with gets on the speaker and says, you know, I know a lot of you are interested in the experience of a flight attendant. So I've written a poem and I'm going to perform it for you now. Now, you'd expect this on a Southwest. gets wild on Southwest, right? Mm -hmm. But America's airline, you are not, by the way, not a bad poem. Just not what I was expecting from this experience. Let me find it for you because I think we need to give it just like this small. Here we go. From city to city amongst the skies, observing the beauty of nature as we fly. People from all around the world sharing unique and interesting conversations as we speak. Seeing their smiles again without a mask. You hear it? Realize how much COVID-19 has put us all in the task. Kind of a downer, you bring up COVID. Still a good poem. The challenge of flight has become so routine. People become excited when they see the crew. <laughs> <laughs> Your face is even better. What wow. are you nuts? What are you nuts? <laughs> this is not a coffee shop. No, no. That's strange. But also, like, you know, maybe he's looking to get discovered. There are often authors, publishers on these flights. Maybe he's looking for somebody to come up to him and say, man, I want you to write for a living. He was a gorgeous man. And I here's the only announcements I like on a plane. And I don't know if you watch these TikToks. When a pilot gets up and goes, we have some very special guests on the plane. My mother and father. I'll cry right now. I've, I've never seen those. Oh, my. Benjamin. Listen, I'll, spend, I'll sit at night on the couch in my living room and watch soldier coming home videos and videos oh, like this. Yes. Tears pouring down my face. They'll go, hi, it's um, Captain Ricard. And we've got some special guests on today's flight. My mother and father who supported me throughout my journey, who were there for me during some of the most challenging times in my life. They're sitting in seats 2A and 2C. Please give them a round of applause for being here on my first flight as the captain Wow. Of this airship. And I'm like, oh, wow. I'm I'm sobbing. Bawling. It's so beautiful. So beautiful. Yeah. No, I mean, those soldier videos, though. Nothing compares to those. Oh, my God. The it surprise. Oh. It almost makes me want to steal valor. Yeah. Yeah. No, you should. You know? You should. Have you ever boarded pretending to be active military? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I haven't. <laughs> not me. Could you not, imagine? Not me. If we were in the military, what branch do you think you... Would be in, and then I'll see me. Medicine. Navy SEAL. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd be like a nurse or something. Medi but for what branch? I don't know. <laughs> the nurse no. branch. Yeah, no, I mean. Uh, ooh, the nurse rangers. Good question. I feel like the Marines are cool. You'd be a Marine. Yeah. Very. I don't I, see you as a Marine. No, but no. Doctor for the Marines. But I'm trying to think of what would be. I, you're, an, you're an Air Force kid. Okay. Because okay, I'll take it. they go brains first, not brawn. Not saying you don't have. No, it's true. They love brains. And yeah, I could see a medic in the Air Force. A medic in the Air Force. Yeah. Yeah. I don't need to be on the front lines. I, I would die. Like, I just know it. Or I'd cause somebody else to die. Even worse. God I don't forbid. want that guilt. Yes. I don't want that guilt. I don't know what I would be. Yeah, what would you be? I want to believe that I would be like special ops, but I'm not. I'm not a Green Beret. Not an Army Ranger. I've worked with Navy SEALs before. 
These guys are such real men. Monsters. I'll never be close Good to monsters, the men. Good not like, like, oh. You know, one of my favorite quotes is, Good men sleep soundly in their beds knowing that rough men stand waiting to commit violence on their behalf. Wow. Whoa. Whoa. You think I had a quote like that just ready to I go? Know. How? How? <laughs> Welcome. How? How? I can't even remember. Your I, ca- I can remember what I had for breakfast this morning because it is my what are you nuts. Your I'm going re- to read you the receipt. Go, go, please. So I, I even, I was so excited about this omelet when it came. Looked gorgeous. I even put it on Instagram because it's mm. something I used to do. Key to season. You know, I'd pan over my omelet, one of those, like my patent. And when I got the bill, I was absolutely disgusted. So I want to read it to you. First of all, I got the menu. And it said, two eggs special, right? You can pick your type, pick your style. Mm. Some veggies, meat, potatoes, toast. I said, I want an omelet with spinach, mushrooms, onions, and cheddar cheese. I expect to be charged more for the cheddar cheese, right? Like, it wasn't on there. No meat, no toast, potatoes, right? I get it. Beautiful, beautiful. It was $27. And I was. it seemed expensive. Yes, it's a hotel. Leave me alone. Okay, it's a hotel. By the way, but you, you thought that was expensive. Ready for this? Because I apparently went off menu, open food was $27 for my spinach, mushroom, onion, white cheddar omelet. But she thought that I wanted the sides a la carte when I was simply reading in the line of what was included in the two egg special. One side of cheese, $4. Insane. One side of avocado, $7. One side of potatoes, $7. Read receipts. $55 for a coffee and an omelet. That's sick. What are you nuts? This place sucks. LA sucks. Oh, LA. And the weather is trash. <laughs> I, I won't, I won't, like, I don't believe that when I leave, the sun comes out. You're all lying. You're just like here in a simulation telling everybody around the country that the reason you live here is because the weather's so good and it's trash. <sighs> Why didn't you push back and say, no, I did. it's clearly... I did. I made such a mistake. When I'm in a rush, I ask for the check, right? And so I'm still eating, so just so that I can leave. Sure. And I just gave her my card. I assumed it was cheap, whatever. Mm. But it was already swiped here. What am I going to do? Tell her to go back, right. refund, fix. I just said, look, miss, for the next person, if it's going to be like this, just explain to them what they're getting themselves into, right? Mm. So you taught a lesson. Yeah, which made me feel like such a dick, too. It's even worse. Like, I taught a lesson to a waitress when it's not her fault. Right. Or maybe it is her fault. Is it her fault? It's probably in a small in small part her fault. I think you would have been better off just being like, hey, it's included. Can you just take that off? That's what I did. And she wouldn't. No, it was done. She swiped. So you void. I could avoid it. You could have avoided. There's a void. I'm always afraid that when they void, they don't really void and then they charge you twice. And I'm never, I'm not going to go into my credit card statement and check for breakfast. Oh, there's nothing I love more than calling up Amex and saying, stop this charge. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I'll tell you about some real horror of a woman, right? You want to talk about horror stories. My wife, we're getting married. It's like six months before. She gets this beautiful... I'm going to get this wrong. It's not satin, but like this beautiful wedding dress made for her. But it's it's very, it's classic. It's not classic. I wouldn't say that. It's very subtle, right? Mm. Like it does not look like a typical, but it's like beautiful white dress, this beautiful like soft material, not silk. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Velvet? Velour? No, no. It's like a satin, right? 
satin. My wife's going to kick my ass. satin? Let's go with satin. Yeah. Okay. I think if it's like a satin, it's satin. <laughs> it's satin, but it's like beautiful, just like, just very simple, like two skinny straps here, this beautiful thing, and it's like molded to her body. Perfect, right? Sounds like satin. Silk. Yeah. Cla- just like, be- I-, I don't want to say classic, because you think classic wedding dress, you think, you know, uh, Kensington Palace royal wedding style. It wasn't that, but it just was like super simple and really classy, gorgeous. Mm -hmm. My wife can't look bad. So she gets it done. They have to make it, right? So she's been measured for it, blah, 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 gone in twice. By the third time, it's ready. Mm -hmm. And it comes and she tries to dress on and it's wrong. Mm -hmm. It was just not, it's a little too short. It's like hugging because they built, they, they constructed it for her. It's not right. So like anything... She should be able to go, it ain't right. Yeah. Let's fix it. Yeah. The woman's not returning her calls. Mm. $2,500 dress. Mm. Still not returning her calls. She finally runs into the woman or a friend runs into the woman. The woman's shit housed, says, I don't believe in love anymore. I shut down my job and fuck it. I don't want to be in this <laughs> business anymore. <laughs> What? It's a month. Oh my God. There's a month to the wedding and now she doesn't have a dress because this shit don't fit right. She has a woman who doesn't believe in love anymore. By the way, I'm sorry, but Paige made her shut down her shop. (laughs) Apparently. (laughs) Is she a bridezilla? No, she's the best. I'm I'm just saying. I met her. She's a fantastic woman. I'm just saying. If you look at, goes in for a dress, comes out, (laughs) woman shuts down her whole shop. I'll tell you what, my wife, if that receipt had come at $57, she would have looked at it and said, it was probably my fault. <laughs> this is how amenable that's, she is. That's Claudia, too. I mean, no, not, sorry, not amenable. That's that's not what Claudia is. She just does not want confrontation. If that was $150, she would have paid it and left. Right. That's right. Yeah. And so my wife's like without a dress. And so thankfully, she was able to find a dress quickly, a new dress that worked. But now we have this $2,500 dress. It's useless. The Good Guys Podcast brought to you by American Express, hopefully. And David's Bridal. That would be great. Why Sh- not? Shadow Wang? Where else can we go? Oh, um, Show Me Your Moomoo is a good partner of Spirit Society. They do wedding dresses, too. Love Moomoo. Just shout out the guys. Shout out Brian Kelly. Hook us up with American Express. Yeah, that's cool. Can, I would love to have a black card. Would you? Yeah, I would. I but would. anyway, we call American Express. But it's a very hefty fee. Five grand a year. Yeah, maybe that's the Good Guys credit card. You know who has one? Who? Hillary. Hillary. The Duff. Fuck! But, dude, I called American Express. I said, and we had charged it six months ago. I go, this don't sit right with me. Mm. American Express goes, this don't sit right with us. Mm. Boom, canceled. Not my problem. Yeah, they're great. God bless. God bless. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're really great. Well, I by wonder, the way, shout m- out Visa. How much, of them, how much of that do they eat? How much is, like, a year do you think Amex just eats in costs? A ton. There's some, like, sure, you chase the merchant. You're not going to bankrupt. Like, it's hard to, first of all, it's hard to collect money from a bankrupt business. Sure. Right? So, or like an out-of-business business. What are they going to do? It's like, go to this woman and Amex goes to her and demands $2,500 or they like send her to court. I guess so. They probably have a team that does it. They probably have a a, a court, yeah, a, a legal team. But more so, I think for businesses that aren't going bankrupt and stay in business but don't want to pay, they just put a lien, right? Uh, yeah. So they're like, okay, but every payment that comes to an Amex from now on, like it's going to go towards this if you don't want to pay us back. They know what they got. Mm-hmm. This is American Express. Mm-hmm. It's America's credit card. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's true. What an amazing name. 
Yeah, it's good. It's just like so cool to have launched a business that long ago where you could just pick basic names. So like good. American Airlines. The American Broadcasting Company. They really like, I would love the God, imagine we were just the American podcast. <sighs> God. Stupid This American Life stole it first. Yeah, exactly. I agree. It was funny. I was recently had an incredible breakfast with a former executive at Quibi. Do you Ooh. remember Quibi? Oh, I do. And we talked about, not him, mostly me. I was like, maybe the worst name in the history of anything. Yeah. Yeah. Awful. Also, yeah, awful. Awful. And just also like, sorry, just a bad idea. Not the best idea. Well-intentioned, run by incredible people. For sure. And great talent. And this happens, right? And it was, for anyone who doesn't remember, it was, Quibi was short for Quick Bites, and it was this idea of, like, natively made content for your phone. But what never made sense is Quick Bites. Eight minutes isn't a quick bite. Right. TikTok is a quick bite. That's right. This is short. This is medium form video. You have to, like, be really sitting to watch Eight to ten minutes. It's not like a, it's not like a quick scroll. Yes. Right? So it it just never made any sense to me. It wasn't right. No. But the name, it's just like there's a whole thing to names. I mean, who would have thought that Apple would be the most perfect name for anything ever? Yeah. Like that's good. Yeah. No, it is. Yeah. It is. If we, if we had a business, mm. I guess it depends on what it what it is. But what names wise? Because we've already talked about merch. Mm. Chock full of what are you nuts? Mm. Oh, yeah. No, that's good. You've heard the first leak here. Yeah, you have. Yeah. But what is there any other? Four letters is what they say. Is that? Is and that... I did not do that with Spurt Society. I just couldn't. Like, I liked the name enough yeah. that we just owned it. But if I could go back, the best brands. Mm. Honestly, Dear Media did it well with the deer. Four letters is what people really like. Nike. Like these like short, easy, like. Not too many syllables. Yeah. So we need to think of four letters. Right. Or P multiple four letters. Puma. Puma. Joseph A. Bank. <laughs> oh, that was actually the best. The best part of Air was that they, there was like a bidding war between Nike, Converse, and Adidas. It's hilarious to think, by the way, that Converse was the official sneaker of the NBA. Right. Can you imagine these NBA players running around in Converse? Losers. <laughs> <laughs> Chuck Taylor's, baby. Yeah. And Adidas was in it, and they're like, when they're pitching the Jordans, they're like, you're really going to go with the Nazis over Nike because wow. Adidas is short for it's the ad is for Adolf. No. And the, yeah. A different Adolf. All day I dream about sports. It's yeah. not it. No, it's Adidas. Some, I mean, it's Adolf something. Adidas. Wow. Yeah. Crazy. That's true. Because if you say it in a German accent, it Adi sounds funny. Adidas. Adidas. <laughs> no, that's not Japanese. <laughs> and I'm canceled. That was fun. <laughs> I have another story that I think is worth talking about yeah. because I think we should leak that you and I have a very star-studded event we're going to today. Oh, yes. For young Jeremy Renner. Mm. Disney Plus, shout out. Woo. Cancel my show. Um, Jeremy Renner reveals that his eye popped out. During his snowplow accident. Oh. It was so gruesome that it caused his eye to pop out of its socket. He said it was like being under a giant metal cookie roller. And his eye popped out. I got pretty lucky. None of the organs got messed up. But yeah. And we're going to see him today. So and his eye's fine. His eye is fine. Wow. But tell, tell people more about this event. Because this is the first opportunity for the good guys to walk arm in arm on the red carpet. 
Disney Plus invited me, God bless them, so nice of them, to Jeremy Renner has a new show, great name, Renovations, mm. his new series, shout out. Is it Home Renos? Better be. <laughs> <laughs> like, what else could it be? I mean, it, yeah, it better be. <laughs> and so they're having a big premiere, and they invited me, and it just so happened that you're in town, and I was like, what a perfect opportunity for the good guys to... Plus one. Oh, I love that. Yeah. It's our first time out. We're yeah, like I'm in excited. a new relationship. We are. We are. We're Recently dating. Recently dating. I love that. Yeah, it's nice. And w- the cutest thing is when I told you about it and you said I'm in, you said, I need a suit. I'm going to Men's Warehouse. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> no better place to get a suit that you'll then throw in the trash. <laughs> it's a quick rental. Just, you know, I don't understand people who rent tuxedos. You can get one for the same exact price from Men's Warehouse <laughs> as the rental. You get a $250 tux. You know that? Really? Maybe maybe three fifty at the men's warehouse. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. You're gonna like the way you look. I can't wait. I guarantee it. You don't know that line? <laughs> no, I know it. Oh yeah. I'm just... Have you ever shopped at a big and tall store? And I only say that because yeah. you are tall. Yeah. No, I I did once, and I then vowed to lose a ton of weight because I just didn't I like it. the feeling of the store. Right. But but yes, it was called Destination XL. Uh, there was another one called. It started with an R in the city. It was actually an epic store. <laughs> Rothmans? Maybe no. Uh, Rothman. Roth, 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 Really huge? Yeah. (laughs) No, but what I did always love about a big and tall is they had Ralph Lauren pieces. Rochester big and tall. Rochester. Yes. (laughs) They had Ralph Lauren pieces that other people didn't have. It's like they made this style specifically for the hefty. And uh, yeah, I liked, uh, yeah, so. I think that once, once I've been, I should have gone more though. My forever, I just wore clothing that just didn't fit. Yeah. I just loved skinny jeans that would grip my thighs to the point that they were, looked like they were going to burst. How much effect, because my wife is, you know, a designer and she's gone to fashion school and her, mm. her aesthetic is impeccable. Mm. And over the years, she's really helped me to transform the way in which I dress. I didn't know I needed so much help, mm-hmm. but apparently I did. Mm-hmm. Has Claudia helped you in that, in that area? She tries to. Um, but no, 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 no. Like she'll, she'll like recommend things. I don't know. Her style for men. It's fine. You resist. I just, I, I had great style. Mm. And then there was this cultural shift that I'm sure you're very familiar with where it became cool to wear sweatshirts Mm. and it became cool to like, you no longer needed to wear like button downs and jackets and belts. And like, I was like that, like, I loved a Ferragamo belt. Mm. Like I would like go to the clubs, like look Persian. Like there was like something just like, like just like loved it. And then all of a sudden it became cool to wear like a Gucci sweatshirt. And then my style just became lazy. I'm not good with schlubby chic. Yeah. I don't have the body for that. When they say oversized, they go, that sounds good. I'm going to look like a bag of potatoes. <laughs> yeah. So I've looked like a bag of potatoes. I get it. But like Same I here. could, like I have a good eye, you know, yeah. I have a good eye. Body by bag of potatoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's my fit model. It's yeah. a bag of potatoes. Is there a? Was that an earthquake? That was. <laughs> is there a John Wick action yeah, movie a, being shot out there? That was pretty nuts. Uh, and then th- there was another thing, and and I'm interested to hear your thoughts on this, but maybe I'll I'll save it for. No, no, no I'm going to do it now because I, it, I have a I have a weird story. If you please. want, you want to hear my weird story? Okay, it's actually not weird. It's it's sad and like kind of scary and like maybe we'll want to cut this out. Who knows? Yeah, that's how I like it. Uh, a psychology teacher in Florida was fired after he asked students to write their obituaries ahead of an active shooter drill on campus. I heard that. I just thought that was insane. I mean, how... Too how, dark? No, I, I think it's insane, but also, like, how... 
How sad is it that we have to do these things? Like that that's even a potential thing. Horrible. Yeah. Ho- horrible. Horrible. Yes. Yeah, like there's, I know that like my niece, she's like two years old, had to participate in like an active shooter drill. Yes. In Florida. And it's just like, that's the ultimate what are you nuts, right? The, it's like the that. ultimate what are you nuts. And it's uh, the ultimate what are you nuts that by even us bringing it up, it will start such a divisive, you know, fight. It, it's so um, polarizing. Yeah. Yeah. There should be nothing polarizing about kids feeling safe at school. And I didn't intend to bring this up, but I just... I know. No, I know what you mean. It's wild times. And that was like my my thing where, because I tend to like lean left on pretty much every issue, but I would have friends like, if I'm an Obama Democrat, to many of my ultra liberal friends, they would say, you're basically Joseph Stalin. <laughs> no, or, or like maybe, no, Stalin was a communist. You're Hitler. I don't yeah. know. You know, and I would... But my thing would always be like, first of all, I'm not going to not hang out with family members who I know at their heart are really, really good people and that we agree on almost everything from like a deep value, what it means to be a human being standpoint, just because we didn't vote the same way. Like, I can't, you can't X people out like that. It doesn't work. No, no, you can't. No. You can't. Sorry that I brought down the mood, but. You can never bring down the mood. We could bring it back up. Wait, wait, how? I don't know. <laughs> so that's our show. I ruined it. <laughs> I had a similar thing I wanted to talk about, which is Kendall Jenner gets cheeky in butt-bearing thong bikini. Now, I think it would be indelicate for two good guys to be commenting on someone's butt-bearing bikini. I will not sexualize women. Here's something I did notice. <laughs> and this is a, another one of your nuts. If you're going to wear yoga pants... You got to be mindful of the brief you're wearing under said yoga pants because something about lines in yoga pants, <laughs> underwear lines in yoga pants just rubs me the wrong way. There is not one. You're not going to convince me that there is not one girl that puts on yoga pants with a short shirt and does not check what she looks like in the mirror. Right. So whatever lines you're seeing, she wanted you to see. Really? I think so. That she's wearing a full on brief? <laughs> I, I don't. I, maybe that's maybe or maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm in part that of the situation. problem. She's wearing briefs. Yeah, like it'll be, and and I'm just like, but the way it's hugging now, there's like these. I don't. I'm not sure. Mm. I'm just not sure. And I know. Listen, I'm ready to get roasted for it. Yeah. But yeah, there's something about. It. I think we need to be mindful of of set. And listen, I'm open to if women don't like the kind of boxer briefs I'm wearing. Yeah, me too. They'd be crazy. I'll take it. I love briefs. I'm a big bo- brief. I'm a boxer brief guy. Yeah, me too. Yeah, coverage, but security. Any man, actually, I don't want to be too general, but boxers. Come on. Are you? Are we? Are we nine? Yeah, exactly. Boxers. But there are men that wear boxers. That's insane. I know. Boxers are insane. Also, people wearing shorts under their pants because they're gonna like possibly get into a pickup basketball game at I some re- time. I respect it. Always be ready. Always be ready to ball. ABR? ABR. Always be ready to ball. I'm now thinking about how, like, where are my boxers? Where are they? I had so many cool ones with, like, cartoons, and I don't know where they are. What did you do for Easter? Wanted to kill every single person that I saw in Central Park. Solid. It's the first time that I have been in the city for Easter, and I was, I guess I'm just, like, usually away for Passover, and I was in the city walking my dog in the park and so crowded. Yeah. Like leave my park, leave it. 
Yes. Leave it. Not to sound like so, this is my park. But I live two blocks from the park. And so I feel that this is my park. And I've never seen any of those people before. Yeah. So it seems like they decided to come to Central Park for the day to celebrate Easter. And I got to tell you, you're not welcome. I took my young son to the L.A. Mission downtown and we handed out food to the homeless Mm. on Easter, Mm. which, by the way, support the L.A. Mission. It's beautiful for people experiencing homelessness for the unhoused. And it's a beautiful organization. And I was like, I want to instill this in my son is, you know, as as young as as I can, that it's important to give back. And this is what life's about. And wouldn't you know, karmically got something in return. Harry Jousey was there looking handsome reality star Harry Jowsey. And I said, would you like to come on the podcast? He said, yes. I was like, this is why you do nice things. There you go. To get something in return. Always. Always. Immediate. Yeah. Do karma. Karma. Do good things so that Harry Jowsey will be on your podcast. You know, they say in Judaism, you're supposed to give 10% of all of your earnings to charity. On that note, let's end the pod. (laughs) (laughs) Don't give people another reason to hate us. Yeah, no, it's just too much money. Should we announce our new sort of our new fun thing that we're going to do on the podcast? Yes. We would love to hear from you guys. We would love to have a bit of a... A back and forth, a repartee. A dialogue. A dialogue. I love that. Mm. So we have this new thing. It's called speakpipe.com slash good guys. And you can leave a question or if you need advice, I think advice would be good. Yeah. Honestly, anything, anything. Just like, don't be dumb. Like, don't be, come dumb. on, like, just give us good stuff. Yes. I'm not going to talk about Dan Schneider, okay? That's what I'm saying. Good stuff. Give us good stuff. So go to speakpipe.com slash goodguys, and we'll read one or two an episode, and we will play your your recorded message on the air. Yes, you will be famous. And the link will be in the description of the app. Wonderful. Well, this was a wonderful podcast. We've got a big big guest coming in in a few minutes. We do. We do. Like, I'm like sweating. Oh, my God. Me too. It's hot in here. Oh, yeah. No, it has nothing to do with him. I'm just warm. John Stamos. Yeah. <laughs> wow, he teased it. Yeah, that's teased. Wow, Special that's pretty teased. crazy. Yeah, John Stamos coming on the pod because him and Josh are just like besties. And like, besties. Come on. Like, you're best friends with John Stamos. I can't believe it. They're like, technically, I'm like best friends with John Stamos by association. It's almost as good as having met my dad. Yeah. It's yeah. not. Yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> rate us five stars. <laughs> <laughs> Review, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, everywhere podcasts are available. Review, rate, subscribe, please. We love please. you. <laughs> please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.